Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you with your weekend recap and talent pool preview for next weekend. So let's get right into it. So, ding dong, the king is dead. The king is dead. We have a new winner for Call She of the Week. And let's get started off with him. You know him. You love him and you fear him. He is a one-time feature presentation champion, and that is Ringballs22. Wow, this computer is slow. There we go, Ringballs22, 166.89. Let's take a look at his winning call sheet. And he had what proved to be the most obvious uh, strategy in the world that yet somehow eluded your boy. He had the headliner stack of the Boss Baby and a headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. He also went with a headliner from Get Out, Dan Kaluuya, the cheaper of the two headliners. He also had a headline. Oh, sorry, not he had a two-pack, not a headliner stack, a two-pack from the Lego Batman movie, which had some surprisingly springy legs at platform release. I think it was on was it 352 screens? It was 345 screens, and it pulled in about 370,000. So it was good for 3.70. Cinema draft points, and he also had. <laughs> he also, I said giggle. I'm sorry. He also had Jay Devlin's favorite. Uh, yeah, a two pack of T2 train spotting. No, three pack of T2 train spotting to round it all out. And this was good for a 0.59 difference over Gamble 24x7s call sheet uh, which led the background talent and actually no let's take a look at that one real quick take a look at some of these uh, winning call sheets call sheet strategies oop that's for this week from last weekend cuz he also had a really good call sheet although it was not in the feature presentation gable 247's call sheet of 166.30 almost made it not just missed it by 0.59 points. He had he had the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, headliner stack of the Boss Baby. He had oh he had a headliner stack from the Lego Batman movie. Very good. He had a headliner stack from Train Spotting. He was able also to squeeze in an actor from Gifted for his. And this actually it says limited release, but it's actually a platform release. Uh, we're still working on that kink on the <clears throat> the the, the postmortem, the the post live uh, changes in in call sheets. This should actually be platform. And then he also had Dax Shepard, which actually was a limited release, I believe, for Chips. And that and and Dax Shepard was a headliner for Chips, and that was probably his only misstep. Even though he maximized his budget, getting in a, an act from Chips, even though he needed a limited release probably was not quite the move. It was the difference between um, getting the difference between getting Dak Shepard in for chips and and getting in the headliner from Get Out was probably the difference as in Get Out had a little more juice 
Um, although he did make it up, although he did try to make up the difference with some headliners in train spotting, but it really what came down to the difference in their limited releases. Uh, have, having had Ring Balls 22 use a headliner from Get Out proved to be the 0.59 difference, but great call sheet nonetheless. Congratulations on winning the background talent. Gamble 24 7, but our overall winner was the winner in the feature presentation, which was our boy, Ring Balls 22. Well played. He wins call sheet of the week. Actually, let's go to our. Nope, that's not it. Let's go to. Uh, there we go. He wins $100 and a, a nice little write-up on our corporate blog at medium.com slash at cinemadraft. You will find our write-up on the call sheet of the week. And because I decided to make to step the game up since no one was winning these bounties, the bounties now each week will be progressive, which means if they are not won in a week, they will roll into the next week and into the next week and the next week until someone finally wins. So Ring Balls got a $100 bonus $100 worth of bounties, the call sheet of the week, and the Aaron Rodgers GIF discount double check belt. Good job, Ring Balls. Very proud of you. He's one of our newer players, but also one of our more effective players. And let's see who also had some top five call sheets in the future presentation. We have the God of Cheese, which... Now, it turns out to be a friend of Ringballs 22. Each one, teach one. We appreciate it, Ringballs. Thanks for spreading the Cinema Draft gospel. The God of Cheese had a good week. He actually was our overall money winner this week, uh, not including the bonus. He placed in all five contests, I do believe, including one, two, three. Winnings three of the five contests. Well done, God of Cheese. His second place call sheet was actually consistent. He used this one, ooh, pardon me, it is late or early, depending on how you look at it, on Tuesday, April 11th. Uh, no, he, uh, he used the same call sheet for all five contests, and his call sheet strategy was, of course, headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast and the Boss Baby. He also had... He also had, interestingly enough, a headliner stack of chips, which is probably what cost him. Instead of getting, instead of spending up a little bit for one headliner from Get Out, he went for the headliner stack of chips. And then he uh, rounded off with a four-pack of the Lego Batman movie, including the headliner stack of Will Arnett and Ray Fiennes. And, yeah, that was his call sheet. Four-pack of Lego Batman, headliner stack of chips, and then the two headliner stacks of The Boss Baby and Beauty and the Beast. Well played, God of Cheese. $77 cleared overall. Well done, well done. Make sure you hit your profile and that cash out Bhutan. Let's see. Uh, Gamble, tw and he, his was 165.50 points, God of Cheese. 164.56, Gamble 24-7 made a valiant effort in, in the the feature presentation. And I must note, he is on a most impressive run. I think an unprecedented run. He has 12 weeks in a row being in the money. Congratulations, Gamble 24-7. That is Gamble 24-X-7. 12 weeks in a row. What's that, four months? What? No, three months? 
Congratulations. Keep streaking. We're going streaking! What's that from, y'all? Of course. That is from old school Will Ferrell. My man. All right. Uh, he also had the headliner stack of the Boss Baby, headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. Headli a, oh, no, not quite a headliner stack. He had one headliner and one regular actor from Chips. He also had the headliner stack from Lego Batman and a headliner stack from Train Spotting. Just a, a, just a point and some change off the pace at once. Actually, just just uh, just a little under two, just a little over two points off the pace from first at 164.56. Very solid strategy. And as it turns out, uh, the boss. Uh, this is actually a weekend where Chalk walked. The boss baby pretty much did what we expected to do. Uh, looks like Box Office Pro projected 28 million. Um, to be in the beast 24.9 and it came in at 26.36 to be in the beast 23.6 so for the most part they had it right and smurfs lost village i had it way wrong and if you want to see a bad call sheet let's take a look at my sorry call sheet i came in i floundered into into eighth with 145 points my strategy was off. I totally, and I mean totally, missed on on Smurfs. Actually, so this is one where I didn't employ Smurfs. I was too scared. I was too scared. For whatever reason, I did four Boss Babies, not even taking into account how closely projected Beauty and the Beast and the Boss Baby were. So that was definitely my bad. So getting four Boss Babies was just dumb. I could have had two headliners for the price of four boss babies but i did not i went four boss babies i did a four pack of devotion suspect x which wasn't a total min price or a min score it was just over min 1.50 and 2.10 for headliner uh i also had so my four pack of the boss baby the four pack of the devotion suspect x plus getting zookeeper's wife which actually i do believe was our highest scoring well, second highest scoring uh, in the limited release category. Oh, third large. Oh, wow, Logan. Logan did some work, 1949. Good job, Logan. Kind of slept on that. It's probably affordable, too. If I had some more exposure to Logan, it probably been a different story. But Zookeeper's Wife, as a headliner, did pretty well, 7.50 points. And then also, what is it? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, and then a headliner from Train Spotting. Which did nah, I think I'm off the train spotting train. Matter of fact, I'm not even sure if it's in the talent pool for this upcoming week. So learn from my mistakes, kids. Learn from my mistakes. When you can get a headliner in for the same price, you do it because just going off of stacking one movie when you need some headline at some headline love is not going to acquit you well. It'll get you barely a top ten. And then also in carry on tra the tradition of a uh, and also rounding out our top five michael vlanti 162.04 and the roan welcome back to top five land for 875 in sweet american dollars congratulations the roan that rounds out our top five and your boy our boy jay devlin just outside the top five at 157.42 real quick since he was on the pod uh, in the preview pod for the weekend, he had that he had the headliner stack of Boss Baby and Beauty and the Beast. Where he went wrong was overinvesting in Devotion Suspect X, just like I did. 
and actually expand to 46 screens, but we did not see any of that love. Also, Zookeeper's Wife headline like I did, and then T2 train spotting was not quite enough to get him into the top five, but a solid call sheet nonetheless. A lot more solid than my call sheet, let's be honest. And in following along in, in you know, going on outside the box, a call sheet, someone that we don't normally cover. Uh, I see you draft mom, 134.65 in 11th place, just outside the top 10. In MCC from APA Agency, congratulations, you made the top 10, but sadly just outside the money. Let's take a look at Shanna. Shanna is from my mother, the draft mom's knitting group, you know, the the PCC Rainier Valley Knitting Group. Congratulations, you were you just made the money in ninth place as my eighth place finish would have qualified me for the money, but as I am a Cinema Draft employee or family member, I am not eligible. So it went to my mom's good friend, Shanna. I see you out there, Mary Joy. Okay, so she had a Beauty and the Beast headliner stack. She had a... Get out headliner stack. Interesting. She had going out in style. And you know what? I I will eat, I will happily eat my words on that. I actually so going out of style, going not going out of style, going in style was projected to do 9.5 million and it overperformed. It actually was the fourth movie, fourth uh highest grossing movie of the weekend at eleven point nine three million. So so I guess the the early birds, the blue plate specials came out on on a paltry twenty five million dollar budget is on its way to profitability. As I mentioned before, with a lot of movies that skew older, these movies have legs. These it may not be you know in the in the the top two or three for the next three weeks, but it will consistently you know churn out some money for you. It will probably be a top ten contender for the next six or seven weeks. So. Uh, congratulations, going in style, and it's ad advocates. Uh, Shanna, she got some going in style money. It was actually at an, at a fairly reasonable ninety eight hundred um, for for a headliner for the headliners Michael Caine and ninety nine hundred for Morgan Freeman. It got you sixteen point seven zero cinema draft points. So so that's not the worst you know pick in the world. Good job uh, for her limited release. She did. Uh, she also had Zookeeper's Wife. In addition to the Get Out headliners, and then she rounded out. I think she's kind of ran out of money. Well, no, she had she has money to spare, but she bet on Queen of the Desert, which we could not accurately chart or track. I kind of guesstimated what thirty screens, maybe ten screens, maybe. I don't know. We we never could get a handle on on what its release was, but uh, we also it also did not, did not chart on the weekend, so we had to give it. Did it chart? Did we find if it had a Nope, did not it did not uh, track on Box Office Mojo, so we had to give it a minimum score of 1.40 for its headliners, uh, Robert Pattinson and Nicole Kidman. As you can see, as we checked out, the Rotten Tomatoes were awful for it, 16%. Audience score of 31%, so it probably did not do brisk business at all. So congratulations, Shanna. She got the last paying slot in the feature presentation for $2.50. Don't spend it all in one place, as you all know. 
a minimum of $5 required to withdraw. And if you are selected to have a balance, I do not, because as I mentioned before, you are not allowed to spend, uh, to pay out Cinema Draft employees or family. You go through the profile, click here, show me the money, fill out the fields, submit, and that's it. Just press submit, pay that man his monies. Yes, Teddy KGB from Rounders, big fan. Okay, so let's get to this week. Upcoming, we already have we already have some players in there. Thanks, thanks for all the early uh, signups. Get your slots; they will be going like hotcakes. And let's take a, an, an overall look at the talent pool using our our handy grid. Our new our new movies this week: The Fate of the Furious on forty two hundred screens and tracking. I mean, well, let's you know, let's take a look, quick look at HSX. Uh, it, some people say it's going to be tracking at 120 million. I think it could be 130 more. If you ever you want to get a handle on opening weekend, look at it. right now trading at 126.26. If you equate one dollar on this site to a million uh, for overall, it's tracking at 126.26 million. Oh, and that overall. You, I don't play hsx.com. A little busy running this site and this company, to be honest. But if I were, if I was doing this movie stock game, which is which is how the hsx.com, the Hollywood Stock Exchange, uh, works, there in kind of like the movie futures business. If I were trading that, I mean, you want to be north of 295. This thing is going to be huge. Or as they say on the wire, of which I am rewatching, start to finish, midway through season two again. This movie is a smoker. 295 is ridiculously low. I think it's going to make 150 million its opening weekend. I think it's going to make north of half half a billion domestically. This sucker is hot. It's got a pretty clear field until Guardians of the Galaxy in May to just print money. I mean, what are we even talking about here? This is ridiculous. Anyways. Ooh, sorry, water break. Anyways, definitely jump on Fate of the Furious uh, if you're if you're playing their game or our game. But we're playing our game, damn it. Let's talk about our game. So Fate of the Furious, Spark a Space Tale, which I believe is an animated movie. The Lost City of Z looks like it's on a a limited release, four screen or a very small release, platform release on only four screens. And then um, and then we're also bringing in, we're also mixing in in its second weekend, Your Name, which kind of came out of nowhere, um, did really well. The box office in platform release on um, 303 screens. It might add a few more screens we're estimating this week. And then also Colossal, which opened on four screens last week. Uh, I hope it should, we, we think it might expand to maybe 25 screens or more. Um, Colossal, and actually a good way to tell about that, let's see if, it's playing anywhere near our hometown of Vegas. Colossal movie times. Doesn't look like it's going to be playing anywhere near us. So that might tell you all you need to know. Movie times, listings. Yeah, nowhere near Vegas. Um, Oh, look at all these states play, plays in the following states. One, two, three. So this is actually a really good sign. Look at all these states is playing in um, next weekend, maybe? Next, uh, 
Find showtimes near me. Hmm. That's interesting. So it looks like it's playing in, in all these in all these different states. So it looks like it is expanding next weekend. Twenty five is a conservative estimate. It might go higher. Um, let's see. I don't think it's it's if the theater counts have been updated quite yet for Colossal. Nope, not yet. You see, it, it, Gift has been expand is expanded to a thousand screens. That's good. Um, but I think we can safely bet on on twenty five to fifty screens for Colossal next weekend, since it's going to be in all those different states. It looks like. So Colossal's new is a new entry um, this weekend after after a four screen release last weekend's one. Sorry, Anne Hathaway, Jason Sudeikis, Your Name, I believe. I think it's like animated movie, anime movie. Um, that did pretty well out the box. We'll give it a shot this week. So those are your five new entries into the talent pool this week. And a quick overview. We're starting off uh, modestly priced. Spark a space tale since animated movies tend to do pretty well. Jessica Biel, Hilary Swank are the two headliner voice stars. Fate of the Furious. You're not going to like this pricing. 35 grand for your headliners. Um, 33.5 for non-headliners. We are we pretty much know the strategy here. You can only afford one, uh, so you're probably going to get it's your pick. Vin Diesel or Dwayne Johnson. Just take your headliner and keep it moving. Um, and then after that, and and so it'll be very interesting to see the strategies. It's I mean it's not even so much stars and scrubs. It's only a star. It's one uh, actor you can afford, and you're going to make you're going to want to make it a headliner. So you can have either Vin or Dwayne, and then you've got nine slots to fill with roughly 65,000 in in space, uh, 65,000 for nine slots, which is an average of $7,222. So, you know, be smart with your with your with your spend. Be it's going to be. It, I, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't really studied the, the talent pool too deeply yet. I have a feeling people are want to gravitate towards towards uh, gifted, which does expand. And gifted, you're looking at 9,500, 9,300 respectively for your two headliners on on expand to a thousand screens. And I think that's not a bad safe harbor this week because last weekend. On a per screen average, it was the third highest per screen, doing 446,000 on 56 screens. So let's say it depresses to about 5,000 per screen. Then you're looking at that at roughly 5 million on 1,000 screens, which is good for about 10 fantasy, 10 uh, cinema draft points, or 14 points for your headliner. I wouldn't be surprised to see people, you know, flock to gifted as a place of potential value. Uh, going in style, we actually reduced it by a thousand. There's going to be more competition in the box office this weekend. Uh, although, really, it's going to be uh, it really the auction is going to be sucked out of the box office by Fate of the Furious. So everyone else is kind of fighting for table scraps. Um, everyone's been everyone's had their prices lowered. We took a plunge. What was it like an eight thousand? Um, a $9,000 uh, salary plunge on the Smurfs across the board. <clears throat> Case for Christ, we, we figured it'd be front-loaded, even though uh, is Easter coming? I believe Easter is next week, this weekend coming up. So there might be a little bump, but uh, if you assume it's the account stay static, uh, we actually dropped the price by about 400 because these things can be front-loaded. There were, 
be 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 on the lookout though. There might be a slight Easter bump. Um, there might be an Easter like maybe not on the actual day of Easter because obviously that's a holy day for Christians you know, around the world, but for that weekend, going to Friday and Saturday, parents bringing their sons and daughters, steeping them in family, faith-based fare. There might be a spike on that for Saturday and for, for Friday and Saturday. So this might actually be, you know, a place for, for, for some, for some hidden value. We'll take a, we'll just make sure you, you take a look at our friends over at box office pro Make sure you go over there and take a look at their Wednesday their uh, forecast. See what they think. Because since it did show up, since it did not, since it did show up on their tracking the week before, they estimated three point five million. It actually came in higher at three point nine, I believe. Case for Christ. Case for Christ. Go. Case for Christ is not on here. Uh, oh no, it is actually. Um, I totally went right by it. Case for Christ did thirty three hundred, eleven hundred screens. If it holds steady at around three thousand per screen, it could it could probably do another three million to three point five. So just kind of keep your eye on that. At seventy seven hundred, you know, you could do a lot for at seven thousand for your for your non headliner actor. You know, you could do a lot worse on Case for Christ. Your name. Just keep an eye on that. It, they're all priced at fifty seven hundred headliners and non headliners alike. Um, your name could be some value here in platform at an estimated 325 screens. Ghost in the Shell was, was drastically reduced as that that movie, even though it came in, was it fourth? Fifth at the box office. It seems like it's made its domestic money that's going to make $110 million budget. It's a co-production between between a Chinese company and Paramount, they're still all going to be feeling the pain. Uh, Zookeeper's wife, <clears throat> we we anticipate might expand slightly. Just keep your eye out on that. Chips on life support. Life is on life support. Power Rangers should start to cool off some. Power Rangers down to 8,500 for a headliner. What did Power Rangers do last week? Power Rangers sixth. Six, it might this might be a case of being too wide for its own good, twenty-nine seventy-eight. If it takes a if it takes a steep tumble, just because you know there ne screens need to be given up. So we, I'm not exactly sure where screens are gonna come from. This box office. Maybe we'll see Kong Skull Island. Actually, Kong we're we're estimating should be the one to take the biggest hit because Kong we think will drift down to nineteen fifty for limited. Only because screens have to come from somewhere. Uh, there's only about, you know, like I, like I said, there's only roughly about, you know, 35 to 40,000 screens in North American box office. Um, we're having, you know, a huge 4,200 screen release in Fat, Fate of the Furious. Probably going to swell to about 4,400 as a lot of exhibitors are going to come in late. Want to get some of that easy cashola. So let's look for screens to come off of Kong Skull Island because they need screens. Same thing from Logan's going to uh, drop from 1949 to about estimated 1,200 to 1,000 screens. The Shack might have a bit of a pulse only because of Easter coming, but it's probably made its money in its sixth week weekend of release. And then Get Out, I left unchanged because it seems to be shedding screens at a slower rate of all these other 
movies, although, once again, in the thirst for, sque for screens, it's been out the longest, seven weeks in the box office, seven weekends, you might see it take an even steeper tumble just to accommodate the screens the Fate of the Furious is going to need. So that's going to do it for this, this uh, weekend review and talent pool preview. Appreciate your support. Thanks for telling friends like Ringballs telling the God of Cheese. Welcome, God of Cheese. Welcome to the Winner's Circle. Enjoy your stay. Make that money. And you know it's on you, God of Cheese, and those loyal listeners and players. Tell your friends. Let's sell the sucker out. I am dying to expand this prize pool. But until we get like 80 or 90% full, you know, I'm going to keep it where it is for now. We need to sell these suckers out. Let's tell a friend to tell a friend. We're also doing some work on our end to try to expand our player base. So hang with us. We should start seeing an influx of new blood in the next couple couple weeks. Uh, go to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Uh, follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them. We even have a Pinterest. Our corporate blog is is at medium.com slash at cinema draft subscribe youtube itunes or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts we should we have another weekly podcast coming up for you but to be honest with you uh losing our guest um this week so i'm not exactly sure if we'll have a guest this week it might just uh, be a just a sh uh, shot list pod so for those of you who are fatigued by our longer uh our tripods and quad pods what have you um, this might be a just a shot list pod. I don't know. It'll be an adventure. We'll, we'll we'll find out later on tonight, Tuesday, to see who shows up and who doesn't. But thank you for being loyal listeners. Thank you for being loyal players. I appreciate your support. And between now and the next podcast, hell, go see a movie or something.